Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're continuing our Jessica Jones watch through. Uh, what now, like five years late? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're watching through him uh, because we got to get through all of the Defender Saga before we get the new Defender Saga. Potentially, we're not really sure, but we know that we're getting Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you listened last time, we talked about episode one, which was kind of like a setup episode. Uh, we kind of learn a little bit about who Jessica is. We learn a little bit about who Kilgrave is. Um, but we're not like 100% sure what everyone can do. Um, I feel like this episode, we get to see a little bit more of Jessica Jones, the private investigator. Um, and it definitely breaks more into that realm of the, um, the Daredevil series, which preceded this, uh, where it's very heavy on the like law aspect and the, you can't just go around and punch people and save people cause you're a superhero. You have to follow the rules. Uh, and we see that a lot in this episode, uh, starting with Jessica being interrogated essentially for, Hope killing her parents in the elevator, which interesting that she's the one getting interrogated. And like, why? I, if there was someone like Kilgrave out there, it's weird to think that like nobody knows about him. Like they're trying to See, convince everyone that he's real and he has these powers, and yeah. no one's listening. <laughs> if you look at like the MCU slate in terms of the newer stuff, especially mm. with like Miss Marvel. And we have like these whole, like their shields, but then like we have all these sub agencies that handle certain things. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like that's what this needs. Yes. It needs that, that, that middle man that, that just kind of knows everything that's going on, but keeping those certain secrets. Cause there, yeah, certain aspects of like, uh, yeah, it's like, shouldn't y'all be working together there versus interrogating? Like, 
it just seems like they should have been playing a little bit nicer together. Right. Well, and just like the, you know, they have all these files and all these people with superhero abilities. And I get that, like, I know, you know, no major spoilers, but spoilers for this series, I guess. There's a moment where, like, Kilgrave gets out of trouble by using his powers. And so, like, I get that that's sort of, like, his deal, right? Is that, like, he can convince anybody to do anything. That's his ability. But we're still kind of hazy on, like, how long that effect lasts or, like... So so you would think that somewhere out there, other than literally just Jessica Jones, someone would be like, oh, there's this mutant or alien or something who can convince people to do whatever they want. This is what he looks like. And that would be a, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. top 10 most wanted list. Like, it's interesting that he's he gets away with basically like tear i mean this is like a a psychological thriller of a show where Mm -hmm. like we don't know who the killer is because we haven't you know he could be anybody he could be convincing anybody to kill jessica jones at any point or kill somebody else like we don't know who's who is potentially under his thrall or (laughs) it's just wild it's I, yeah. it blows my mind that he has this insane ability and and nobody they have to like try to convince people. But that's part of what makes it so insidious because they even both say that they didn't realize at first that they were being controlled. Mm-hmm. Part of what he can do is just get into your head and you just kind of feel like it's you who's still like mm-hmm. <laughs> who's still in control. But it becomes evident later on. And of course, this whole thing is a gigantic metaphor for being in an abusive relationship. And of course, one of the like classic narratives we get with that is the victims are not believed or told mm-hmm. that they're overreacting. And, you know, how did this happen this way? Really? And so, yeah. And that's also, I love this completely genius setup for Kilgrave because you have no idea how he can be stopped. He's just an absolute monster whose only redeeming quality is that he's played by David Tennant. (laughs) Emphasis on monster because, I don't know, there's things that happen in this episode. I was just like, I don't even see how this could air. It is... This goes super gritty again, like Mm -hmm. like below gritty, like just ugly. And they are really having fun with the fact that they are not in movies where they expect teenagers to come, and they're not (laughs) on ABC where they have to have a TV fourteen rating or below. Right. Yes, agreed. Uh, I will say, like, I guess, uh, what is the? Why can't I think of the word now? a warning if you haven't seen this series it can be triggering for mm-hmm. abusive relationship or uh, there's a there's just a lot of creepy messed up things that Kilgrave does throughout the whole series too and we're only on episode two and it's very apparent so if that is a trigger for you, then maybe this not, not the series for you to watch. Skip it. <laughs> um, there is something fun at the beginning. Um, 
and I don't want to get my episodes mixed up, so I just need to double check. Um, yeah, so at the beginning of this episode, uh, they talk about transferring Hope uh, to or from Seattle Grace. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Uh, that was gonna be my opening remark is like i always call this episode the because i don't know if this was referenced in episode one if it was apologies but all the episodes are like aka something else Mm -hmm. this is like the aka Grey's anatomy episode yes Mm -hmm. yes um was the doctor that she mentioned a character on er oh i don't know so that i don't know i didn't look up the doctor name okay because i had like a it felt like a repressed memory. <laughs> that was that was one of the main doctors on ER. I don't know. I'd have to check because I don't even remember what the name was. Uh, well, it is interesting because uh, so Grey's Anatomy, owned by ABC, owned by Disney, who owns Marvel. So there is some sort of could this be Marvel slash Disney being like, yeah, Grey's Anatomy is a Marvel show. You just didn't even know. <laughs> Uh, so that's just like a funny little, I don't, I don't know what they were trying to do with that. Like nod. Was it a joke? Was it a, are we supposed to believe that Grey's Anatomy is in the MCU? Like strange. Um, we also get in this episode something kind of cool that then turns out later to be like really cool. And I think is more like a season two thing. Um, but we start to get these little hints towards Hellcat um, with Trish. Uh, we see her doing her like Krav Maga training and we get a little bit more of like her backstory. And she has like a crazy story on her own. Like it's, you know, again, it's like the darker side of, I guess this like child celebrity uh, life that she has grown up in. Um, And on top of that, like her, her mom is kind of that like pageant mom sort of character. Um, So we're learning like a lot more. I feel like the season is doing what it's supposed to do and like telling us who these characters are before things like really, start happening but all the stuff that they're like layering on top of these characters is already crazy enough as it is like (laughs) their stories are already so deep that now you know you're putting them in this scary version of hell's kitchen where there's someone out there that can just control anybody and make them do whatever it's really terrifying i just i i feel like when i watched this the first time I didn't really get that. I was just like, oh, cool, a Marvel show, and I watched it. Um, But now watching it again, it's like, wow, this is so different. Like, really, really like a thriller, not like anything else that we've seen Marvel do even since. Like, even in in the more thrillery things that they're trying to do now, Mm -hmm. um this is still like five or six shades darker than anything else Disney is doing. Uh, So I'm, I'm wondering like with this sort of rebirth of 
uh, Daredevil, are we going to keep it this gritty and dark? Or are we going to... I wouldn't expect so. Yeah. No. Especially like Disney Plus series. I don't know. I mean, Moon Knight's definitely been one of the more edgier, darker shows. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they'll go anything past that on the series. Mm -hmm. Movies, maybe, but... I feel like the movie's even less likely, right? Because at least the shows, they can tailor them a little bit more towards a yeah. certain audience. Whereas and I think a lot of it has to do with the, the initial brand. Like, right, like this show was kind of built around that Netflix IP and a lot of the stuff that Netflix was kind of the original series Netflix already had. So they're kind of going with that flow of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas Disney Plus is a whole different atmosphere and they'll kind of want to keep keep true to that. And the way that they portrayed Matt Murdock in like She-Hulk is a bit of a departure Mm. (laughs) from what is in the series. Not that I've seen very much of it, just a little bit, but I can still tell that it was a much broader, sunnier uh, Daredevil that we got in She-Hulk. So maybe that's more the direction that they're going in, kind of stepping just Mm. a little bit away from the dark and gritty and more into the mainstream Mm -hmm. kind of Marvel stuff. I, I hope so only because I really like the uh, the more comic booky version of Kingpin that we got in Hawkeye. Yeah, I hope that we get that a little bit more with the series moving forward. Not that I'm expecting us to get another Kilgrave and he's like his skin is purple because that's how it is in the con- like. I'm fine if they don't want to make like that drastic of a leap, but I would like uh, I don't know. If they can keep it gritty, but I, I don't want them to fall into the DC trap of, like, we're only going to focus on making it dark and gritty, and then in the end, you just kind of like lose out on the, any sort of fun. You just watch the movie, and you're, basically like on the edge of your seat, but not in a good way. The whole movie, and then it ends, and you're like, ah, thank God that's over. Uh, yeah, and now they're having to poach James Gunn to try to hope to make some of their like. Movie's kind of fun. Right. Right. I took the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we do get to see um, or learn, I guess, a little bit more about, like, why Kilgrave is the way he is currently. Um, And that Jessica thought that she killed him, uh, found out that he didn't die, and then found out why he didn't die. It's because the doctor saved him. Um, and it kind of goes back to like, why would he save him? Well, he can convince anybody to do anything. So <laughs> that's probably why. Um, and we learned about like why the name of the episode is crush syndrome. Um, because that is what happens to Kilgrave. Uh, I believe the quote is like, if you were hit by a bus, um, and that is, basically what Jessica Jones can do if she hits you hits like a bus. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's interesting that he didn't want to um, what he didn't want to be put under. Right. Um, and so we think that that may be some sort of like, Oh, well, he can't use his power if he's not conscious. So he doesn't want to not be conscious. So that's like a good thing to kind of, like mental note. Um, I'll be honest. I don't remember if that comes up again, but 
as soon as they said it, I was like, oh, is this, are they trying to remind us something later in the season? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but it is interesting seeing like, here's this guy with this incredible power to get away with anything, but also he's still just human. Like if he was walking down the street and a car hit him and he died, he dies. Like there's no avoiding that. So it kind of like still doesn't really balance him out, but uh, it kind of makes it like, oh, okay. Like he can be stopped. Yeah. His world is like playing a chess game, you know, mm-hmm. he's got to think three steps ahead every second for every decision he's got to make to know like what kind of consequences exactly could, could occur from this. Um, lacks the immortality that, you know, if he had immortality or like bulletproof, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he's over. basically a vampire minus the, yeah. <laughs> the not dying. Um, yeah. He can kind of like mysticize people into doing things. Um, What else was, did I have? Um, we get a little bit more of Jessica and Luke Cage's relationship, uh, or sort of creepy stalkery relationship. <laughs> um, we find out that you know, in the first episode, we see her take a couple pictures of him. We think like, oh, that's hey, that's Luke Cage. Like, well, you, I don't know, you don't really think about it that much. It's kind of creepy, but you're like, whatever. Um, then we find out that she's taken a ton of pictures of him. Um, and that is a little more sketchy. Um, I still feel like, you know, they don't really know each other that well. Um, I, if Luke had found out that she took all those pictures, I don't know that their relationship would have gone the same way that it does. Uh, cause a little creepy, um, <laughs> but you know, I know, I know. Episode three is like a little bit more Luke heavy uh, than this episode, but it is interesting just to kind of see that. I, I don't know if maybe she's drawn to him because handsome man lives across the street. She sits on her balcony with a camera, takes pictures, whatever. Uh, whenever they come together in the first episode, um, and she kind of, there's no way that like they didn't realize that the other person has powers, right? Like they don't talk about it, but yeah, it's just always, there's that sense like they know, but they just don't want to bring it up. Right. Right. At the very least they suspect. Yeah. Right. Exactly. hundred percent. So, you know, uh, I'm sure that that sort of lends itself like superpowered person finds another superpowered person and they come together. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sure, I get it. Um, but it is like... I want, it's almost like... I think of like an age thing, right? You know? Mm. It's like if they... if. Imagine this was like MCU series, but they were like teenagers. They'd probably whoa, you got what do you, can you do? <laughs> you know, if you, it's like that whole segment from like Shazam and the DC world. It's like, can you fly? Do you have laser vision? You, are you bullet? Like, what can you do? Like, it'd be a lot more of, of that versus this is kind of like gets out of like belt sander, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, I don't really Wait, want you a, in my business. It was a handsaw, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was a handsaw. Ugh, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. And and it is like, it is that moment, I guess, right? Of like, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Here's what I can do. Um, but like a more mature version. Yeah. Where like... You, Here's this crate, like, watch this. This is crazy. And he hand saws himself. And then she just kind of comes over and, like, gently touches where he hand sawed himself. And it's like, oh, okay. They're into each other. Be- sort of, like, right now, all I can think is they're into each other because they're powered. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. And because he's nice to her. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> um,. But also, you know, I feel like this also goes into sort of like the weird danger territory of the overarching theme, which is this like abusive relationship that she had with Kilgrave led her to like Luke Cage, who's he, he's just like a generally nice person. 
Um, and like, then she finds out, oh, he's also powered. And then she's like, sort of obsessed with him in like a, not necessarily like a terrible way. It's not like Jessica Jones is a villain, but. And to be fair, it started with, that was her job. Yes. She was supposed to be following him around and taking his picture for her job. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, but then she just kind of has this creepy horde of pictures. Right, right. Yeah, her job pictures and then her personal pictures, and there's a weird line somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. That she's not drawing. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's kind of the episode. Um, the hope side of it is that they're basically just trying to get Jerry Hogarth to represent Hope in court. Uh, It seems to be a losing battle, so, you know, obviously Jerry's like, "Eh, I don't know about that case. Like, I don't know I'm going to take that. Interesting that this this series came out after Daredevil because we know who Daredevil is. We know Mm -hmm. who Matt Murdock is and what he does. Could have been a crossover in this early part of this. I know that we're already like doing crossovers with Luke Cage, which is a series that like at the time of this had technically yet to come out, but Mm -hmm. still it's all building up to the defenders. I don't know why they didn't pull Matt Murdock in a little bit earlier. You know, they literally have a situation built for his character. Um, Yeah. Also like, like, I get that Jerry's a really good lawyer and stuff, but she's also a huge dirtbag. So oh, yeah. if I was Jessica, I don't know if I'd have gone straight to her, even if she was my boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when well, also it's like, you know, Jessica works for her, like, freelance, but we still really don't know the relationship there. Yeah. Like, did Jessica find her and start doing work for her, or did she find Jessica and start hiring Jessica for work? Because she knows about Jessica's powers and stuff. Mm. When we, and she's keeping a secret. We know that Jessica is... We know that Jessica is a good PI. <laughs> um, but do other people know that she's a good PI? I mean, she works out of her apartment, which, like, the door is always busted. and <laughs> it's kind of, You know, this kind of goes in i wonder if they pulled from like a uh, girl with the dragon tattoo like that trilogy because mm-hmm. that's similar vibe if you've never seen any of those movies um you know we basically follow a pi but there's only so many people that know her abilities and how good she is and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a this trust like you got to trust me like this person knows what they're doing like this is also an episode i was like I wish She-Hulk was in this. Like, it's just like, yeah, there's certain vibes of like, if She-Hulk just like walked through the door. <laughs> I mean, it would have been great if She-Hulk had joined them. Uh, yeah. There's a fight in this episode. Finally get there to is, see yeah. Luke and Jessica fight. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, this is our first time seeing Luke's powers um, when he gets, right? Because the fight happened first before he did the power saw. I think the fight was before the power. Yeah. Yeah. So the fight's the first time we see his like power actually come into play when someone tries to stab him with a bottle and it obviously doesn't work (laughs) because his skin is impenetrable. Um, Mm -hmm. 
so another another fun thing that we get but like it would have been cool to have some more happening in this fight uh you know again this is sort of a law heavy series like even thinking i mean luke cage no no the luke cage series is kind of law inspired as well um and then danny rand's corporation is going through all kinds of stuff so there's there's a lot of like law involved in this whole defender saga so it is weird that like you know i mean i guess it's not weird because i'm sure the rights were in a box somewhere and someone else had with holding on to them so like we couldn't do a gritty netflix she hulk but like would have fit in perfectly with this whole series to have another lawyer character um it is interesting thinking about like i guess i never really thought about that the fact that like the majority of these are some sort of like law reasoning behind them but like Mm -hmm. it's interesting because it does make sense if you've got people with superpowers and dealing with folks' lives and all this crime and stuff, really, you would need a, a whole team, really, of lawyers. Mm-hmm. And if Disney Plus is not already developing that show about the lawyers who have to clean up after the Avengers and all of the other, like the Thunderbolts <laughs> and stuff, they should. They should start working on that now. Yeah. It could be called, like, Cleanup Crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... That that would be like one of the best shorts I could do, um, for for the, the Uber fans out there. If anyone's seen this, I thought it was great. But someone took the clip from No Way Home, uh, where they're at the kitchen table with Matt Murdock, but instead of Matt Murdock, it's Saul Goodman from Breaking <laughs> Bad. It's like the Breaking Bad version of Saul Goodman. That's funny, and it's pretty fantastic. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that kind of, unless you guys have anything else, that kind of, it's kind of a wrap on episode two. Pretty much. Um, you know, I, I guess the the other big piece we didn't, I don't think we went super deep into is just more of the, you know, kind of this memory that's stuck in her head dealing with this bus incident and kind of going into like this more detective mode to, to kind of breadcrumb you know, who is the driver, the name, who's the living, closest living relative, like is, which, which the person was still alive and we get more connection there of like trying to kind of, she's wanting to do right, good, do good by them and try to help them because they were, you know, didn't really make it out through all that. Um, and then we could go into the Kilgrave stuff, which is, we do get to see him. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of, but it's like, <laughs> you know, just picking this family and just, getting them to just do whatever he says. It's just the creepiest, weirdest thing ever. Right. Well, yeah, and that's, that's like, the the family aspect, and I get that, like, you know, he's a villain, and they're making him as creepy as possible. But, mm-hmm. like, if you had the ability to just tell people what to do and they would do it, why, why you think he, he would go directly to like the White House to the president of the that United or States? Or like, like my first thought would be like, why wouldn't he just go to a bank and get all the <laughs> yeah. money, and then he could buy whatever house he wants instead of like picking a family to to go yeah. just like live with? 
but well, also kind houses of don't like, usually come with staff that you don't pay or take care of. Yeah, but he, but he could get all the money in the world, and then he could just pay them, and no one would ever question it. This seems like a perfect way to get yourself caught <laughs> for a guy that's like thinking ahead. You know, you'd think maybe that. he's not. Maybe he's just so used to being able to tell everybody like, "No, I'm good," and they're like, oh, "Okay, he seems all right. Yeah, let's just go." <laughs> That he's no longer like worried about the the repercussions of his actions. Yeah, that or just challenging himself. Like it's almost like he wants to get caught, but yeah, there's there's like some hardcore like Joker vibes with with Kilgrave, where it's like, yeah, he has this ability, and instead of like, you know, he could have a perfectly good life using that ability mm-hmm. and not causing <laughs> even trouble, uh, you know, but definitely that <laughs> kind of, I don't know. There's certain aspects of it. You can kind of pick from like uh, Paul Dano's version of the Riddler and the Batman as well. Um, just on some of his decision-making, but yeah. It's an interesting idea for a villain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, I don't know if anyone watched Umbrella Academy, um, but one of the kids in that has a similar power, and they deal with it, uh, but it just seems like a power that, like, I, the, I, I'm, you know, it's out there. I'm sure it's out there. It's like a book that you could read, and it would like explain all, every bit about the power. But like, I just want to know a little bit more about like how it works, how long it works. Could you? Could he do it over a video or a phone, or like does it have to yeah. be in person? Um, yeah, that I was kinda... wondering. Like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, that's a great point because that kind of goes into similar things we've seen, like other villains do within the MCU. Like, how do we take what we can do, but like spread it wider? Like, you know, get get more. With so like, how can we control like, you know, instead of just like these these four people at once? Like, how can I get like ten thousand people at once? Right, right, exactly. Like, could he just get a megaphone and go out into yeah. Times Square and like, <laughs> yeah, get everybody that's in Times Square? Does it have to be sort of like face to face? There's just a lot of unknowns. And again, I like, I mean, geez, I haven't watched the series since it came out, so. I don't remember if this gets explained or same. So I was just I was like, do they, does he get a backstory episode? Like I, rem- like, I remember a moment where there's like multiple people, but I don't remember if it's like explained. Were they all together? Was it mm-hmm. one at a time? And that's something else. Like, is there a limit? Can he just control as many people as are within earshot or, is it like no? It it only works on the first twenty, and then it doesn't work so well on twenty one and up. I I don't know. Where was he during the elevator scene in the first episode? Because mm. Hope had gotten away from him long enough to where she seemed to be kind of coming back into her own mind, and then all of a sudden she does that. Was he standing outside the building? Was yeah, he right. like miles away but still connecting with her? Like, how did he even know where she was and that she was with her mom and dad? Like, right. 
Right. Yeah. Is there some sort of like distance tied to it or is it like a time thing? Like Mm -hmm. he tells you what to do and you're under that spell or whatever until you do that thing or you under that spell for a day and then it starts to fade or a couple hours. Yeah. And that's like goes back into this like thrillery part Mm -hmm. of this series is that like a you never know where he is. B, you never know who he could be controlling because we mm-hmm. don't know the rules of how his control works. Can he control yeah. animals? There's like the whole thing with the cockroach. Like, can he control <laughs> animals? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, based in the comics, it's it's about the his he basically uses his pheromones. Mm-hmm. And so there's some sort of virus in there that like just gives him this ability. But that's a great point. Like, where was he during that elevator scene? He had he would have had to be in the building. Well, yeah, and if it's pheromone-based, you would think that he would have to be near them and, right. like, stay within a certain proximity of them to mm-hmm. continue controlling them. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Gross. <laughs> that's probably a better way to say it. Yeah, gross. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's episode two of Jessica Jones. Uh, so we hope that you join us next week. Um, we're going to be doing something a little different because we're getting ready for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, I couldn't remember if it was just Ant-Man or if it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, but we're going to be doing a watch through of Ant-Man and then of Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, to get ready so that we're all caught up uh, with who's doing what and where and I know Endgame is in there and we'll probably discuss uh, the <laughs> the aftermath of Endgame um, but we want to make sure that everyone's caught up with who these characters are uh, before we get to the movie I was thinking like man we should like should we talk about Loki again <laughs> since like that's the villain but also we don't really know if he's the villain yet in this mm-hmm. or if he's going to be like the phase villain i know we've talked about that so lots to talk about in the, over the next couple of weeks uh before quantumania oh, yeah. so definitely join us for that um do you guys have any final thoughts on this episode there are lots of nasser things to watch he doesn't always play a creep he just usually plays a creep <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just something. It's his voice. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's very, very good at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little creepy. Alarmingly good at <laughs> yeah. this. Well, we will see you all next week. I guess the question for this week would be if you had the ability to control people, would you be a villain? Or would you be a hero? They could be, I think I'd be a hero they'd be pretty easy to be a hero right you just kind of walk like someone's doing something you walk over and be like hey don't do that rethink your life and then you walk away i just make my students do their homework that would literally be the extent of it <laughs> like i told you to charge your chromebook and do the reading <laughs> oh, i think that's uh a good place to end so uh we'll we'll see you all next week
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.